Hi, listeners. I'm Brendan Haley, the creator, writer, director, and your master of ceremonies for It Listens from the Radio. I'm so thrilled to be able to bring you all another season of Thrills and Chills, and it's entirely made possible by the generous tips and contributions that you all provide. So, if there's a particular voice you enjoy, or you're just supporting a friend, we accept tips via Venmo and PayPal handles, which you can find in our episode descriptions. Love It Listens from the Radio? And be honest, you do, because, duh. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and anywhere else that Spectres dwell at Lonely Spectre Productions. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. times do I gotta tell you? Frankenstein isn't the monster. It's the last name of the man who created him. Christ, you young people get everything twisted. I don't see how it even matters. Sir, we're not even seeing a Frankenflick tonight. (sighs) Oh, no. No, no, no. Not here. Not for agents on Halloween. There's gotta be some kind of distraction or something nearby to the I still don't think this is a good idea. Are you kidding? It's Halloween. This is a great idea. You know what I mean. It feels risky. It's a holiday. And I wanted to go out. With you. Right, but... Stop worrying. This is the safest place to fly under the radar. We're in our own car, separated from everyone else. We could even hold hands if we want, and no one would be the wiser. We can't do that at the Rialto. The Rialto would probably have better movies. What? Are you nuts? They only play mainstream movies. Where's the art that pushes the boundaries? You can see that Jimmy Stewart stuff anywhere. If you want classics like I Married a Monster from Outer Space or The Haunted Strangler, you have to come to the drive-in. Those are classics. Besides, tonight's special. Not only is it Halloween, but Terrence Lawton is going to be here in person at our drive-in. We get to spend the spookiest day of the year in the presence of the director of Creatures of Blood Cove and Werewolves from Beyond the Stars. Isn't that like the most 
You always say I'm the most. You are, baby. But tonight's supposed to be fun. Just go with it, huh? I'll try. I'm just nervous. What if we get caught? We won't. Not if we stay alert and... Pay attention? Right. No, I mean, pay attention. The car in front of us is done. We're next in line. Ah. Hiya, cow. Back again, huh? Hey, Poppy. You know me. Can't stay away. And why would you wanna? Just the two of you? Oh, um, yeah. Just two tickets for House on Brain Drain Swamp, please. You don't have to say the name of the movie every time, you know. We only got one screen. I know what you're seeing. <laughs> right. Enjoy the show. Both of you. Thanks, Poppy. Who was that? That was Poppy. She takes the tickets and will be slinging the popcorn at concessions later. The popcorn girl's name is Poppy. And? And she seemed a little suspicious. Oh, come on. You're being paranoid. Poppy sees all kinds of combinations of people pulling here. I'm sure when two guys come in together, she doesn't immediately leap to thoughts of forbidden love affairs. Not so loud. We're alone in my car. This is a good spot. Not too far back. Center screen. Right in the middle of everyone's eyeline. Are you going to be like this all night? There's seriously nothing to worry about. Huh. Cal, it's me. Roll your window down. Right. Ford, hey, fancy seeing you here. I thought that was your car pulling in. Yep, it's me. Who's in the car with you? Is that Artie? I didn't know you guys knew each other. What's up, Artie? Was the library closed tonight? Hi. What are you two doing at the driving together? Uh... Here to pick up some ladies? <laughs> Good spot for it. I don't get into this monster movie mumbo-jumbo, but girls here get real scared and always end up looking for a man to keep them safe. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, sure. You gotta get out and move around once the movie starts. Part of the hunt. Ain't nothing gonna happen if you two just stay in the car together. Ladies might get the wrong idea. Right. Just do me a favor. If you see me moving on a gal, steer clear. I don't like competition. I'd hate to have to get terse if you catch my drift. Oh, we do. Loud and clear. Great. Well, you fellas enjoy the movie. And good luck with the girls, huh? Thanks, Ford. Oh, and did you guys spot that director dude they have here tonight? One of those Hollywood artsy types. Real freak job. Don't get caught alone in the bathroom with that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Later, champs. I know what you're going to say. Are you kidding me? Ford Sullivan? Mr. High School Football All-Star USA? Do you know what guys like him would do to us if he knew why we're actually here? First off, high school's over. It's small town America, Cal. High school is never over. You're overreacting. No, I'm not. Ford is only nice to you because you sometimes give him free beers at the restaurant. He would not hesitate to pulverize us both if he even suspected that we were... We were... So, what? Do you want to go home? What I want is to not always be looking over my shoulder. I want to not be scared. This isn't what love is supposed to look like, Cal. It's not always going to be like this, Artie. Things will get better. I don't know how, and I don't know when, but they will. You don't know that. No, 
but I have to believe it. Now, should we... No. Let's stay and see your monster hero director, man. You sure? Like you said, it's Halloween. I know what that means to you. And I don't want you to miss it because I'm feeling anxious. Thanks, and everything's gonna be super chill. You'll see. Now, why don't I go get us some popcorn? I'd like that. Great. Cal. Yeah? Extra butter. You got it. That's enough of that racket. Hey, Poppy. What was that all about? It's me. I just got in from the booth and it was making noise. Like always. Don't know why management insists on having a radio in here at all. The reception is terrible. Bummer. I'll say. You looking for a wiener? I'm sorry, what? A hot dog. I just put some fresh ones on and you want to get them before they've been spinning on the rack too long. Oh, <laughs> no. Just a large popcorn with extra butter. Sure thing. Our concession's open. Mr. Lawton was wondering if he could get a coffee. You know Terrence Lawton. I ought to. I work for him. You do? Are you his assistant or something? The word you're looking for is attache. And yes, it's my duty to make sure that Mr. Lawton's needs are met. Speaking of which... Yeah, yeah, coffee. I heard ya. Wow. Um, what's he like? Uh, who? Crinkles the Clown. Who do you think? Terrence Lawton. Well, right now, he's impatient. Oh, my God. Mr. Lawton, I was just getting your coffee when, when, uh... Well, not quickly enough, it seems. There's no one in line except for this fine young man. It's not my fault. He was talking and holding her up. Oh, no, this ain't on me. Your coffee's on the counter. And then started asking me questions about you, and... About me, you say? Do we have a fan in our midst? Oh, gosh, Mr. Lawton. Yes, a huge fan. I saw Bride of the Shark Demon five nights in a row. It's true. We even considered giving him his own parking spot during that run. He was here so much. How delightful. You know, I had originally approached Jane Mansfield about that role, but her management thought that material was all too shocking. Oh, wow. But that's showbiz. A fickle mistress. Like all lovers, tumultuous and unruly, as I'm sure you know. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you. Cal. Cal. What a charming name. Very... Modern. Anyway, as I was saying, a pleasure. You know me, and you've met my hapless assistant, Roger, here. Hopefully I'll see you after the show. I'm signing some pictures here in the concession stand. Oh, gosh. I'd love that. Marvelous. And pay close attention throughout the night. I've got a little extra treat in store as well. Can't show up on Halloween without a surprise, now can we? I guess not, no. Great. Hope to see you later, Cal. It's been a delight. Roger, grab the damn coffee. Yes, sir. You gonna pick up your jaw, or do I need to call someone? Huh? You're gawking. Am not. Mm-hmm. Here's your popcorn. Extra butter. That'll be a buck fifty when you come back to reality. Keep the change. Wow. Now I can finally take that vacation. See you in a bit, Poppy. Mm-hmm. Show starts in eight minutes. Yum, yum. Come on, Cal. Where are you? Ah! Window. Uh, yes? What's the matter, Artie? 
Cal already go cruising for chicks? Leave you all alone? He went to get snacks. Right. Right. And what about you? Uh, I'm waiting for him. You know what I mean. What are you doing here? Doesn't really seem like a place you'd want to be on Halloween. Why not? <laughs> You're here. Yeah, sure, but this is like a party place, and people want to see me. You've never exactly been someone the people of this town are clamoring to hang out with. No offense. I'm not here to hang out with people. I'm here to see a movie. You can always watch a movie at home. The late show starts right after the 10 o'clock news. What's going on? Gal, you're back. And with popcorn. Oh, uh, help yourself. Thanks, buddy. You didn't miss anything. I was just catching up with Artie here. We so rarely get a chance to talk one-on-one. -on -one. Ain't that right, Artles? Yeah, that's right. Good evening and welcome to the Hollow Road Drive-In where the movies are new and the popcorn's always hot. Management asks that you keep the area around your vehicle clean and your noise to a minimum out of respect for your fellow patrons. And now, a Halloween treat. Hollow Road Drive-In is proud to welcome a special guest to introduce tonight's movie. You know him as the maestro of the macabre and Hollywood's most haunted filmmaker, Terrence Lawton. Look down front. Ugh, they gave that weirdo a microphone? I, for one, want to listen. Ugh, whatever. Later, losers. Good evening, citizens of this fine town. You okay? He was getting a little aggressive, but... A frightening feature, sure to titillate the senses and shock the mind. Talk to me. You're missing your guy. You're my guy. And yes, I wanted to be here tonight, but more importantly... I wanted to be here with you. That matters more than a movie, popcorn, or some Hollywood star. Yeah? Yeah. Besides, I already met him while I was waiting for snacks. You did? <laughs> and? And he was great. But not as great as you. Forget all this other stuff, Artie. I'm sorry I pressured you into coming tonight. And thank you for trying to make it work. But all I want for Halloween... All I need is you. Oh, Cal. What the fuck? What are you doing? Get out of the car. It's not what it looks like. Thank you, and enjoy the show. We'll see you after. Get out now or I'll pull you out, you goddamn... Now, Ford, let's talk about this. There ain't nothing to talk about. I saw what you did, and we don't abide no freaks here. This is a good, clean, American town. You understand that? Let go of me! Ford, put him down. What's going on here? Aren't you that boy from the concession stand? Why aren't you in your car? You're missing the movie. We seem to have walked into some fistcuffs, sir. What you walked into is none of your business. Beat it before you're next. We were just headed back to the booth. We didn't mean... Now you wait just a minute. Unless I'm mistaken, these boys are here to see my movie. Is that a correct assumption, Carl? It's Cal, and yes. Uh, right, Cal. That's what I thought. Point is, if you're interrupting my fans' ability to see my film, then I'd say it's very much my business. 
what it's going to be is your ass if you don't walk away. I don't care who you are or where you're from. You don't know what I saw these two doing. They're just a couple of... What was that? It's the film. It opens with a scream. That didn't come from the movie. Look, down the row. Oh my god, that man, what's wrong with him? What? I, I can't see. Let me go. What the fuck? Did you just hit me when I wasn't looking? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? You literally attacked me and pinned me against the car. There's more of them on the edge of the lot. Look at their faces. They're all messed up. Is this the surprise you were talking about, boss? The one you promised? You've truly outdone yourself. <laughs> William Castle wishes. <laughs> uh, no. I, I was going to give away a coupon to a steakhouse after the movie. This is definitely not me. They're Halloween costumes, right? It's, it's just like, like an extra gross group costume, isn't it? Oh my god, whatever. So some wackos went overboard for this dumb holiday and are crashing your stupid movie. We've got something more important at hand. The fact that our good Christian town has been invaded by something unnatural. These two. Now listen here, you backwater beef for brain. Oh my god! They just ripped that lady out of her driver's side window! Holy shit! Blood. They're... They're eating her. <coughs> they're grabbing more people! It's a swarm! It's not a swarm. It, it's a bloodbath. I don't care what the hell's going on between you yokels. I'm done standing around. We need to get the fuck out of here right Where did she come from? Get it off me! Get it off me! Get out of the way! Did you seriously just hit that lady with a speaker? It worked, didn't it? And I won't be paying the drive-in back. She bit me. Oh my god, she bit me. There's blood everywhere. What do we do? Poppy's got a first aid kit at the concession stand. Can you walk, Roger, my boy? That would be a no. If you get under his other arm, I can help you. We just need to... There's more of them coming! I told you guys, standing around wasn't a good idea. They're everywhere. We've got to move Roger. Now! Artie! Go! We're right behind you! They're cutting us off! Keep going! From... We're not gonna make it! Artie! What do we do? Back to the car! What? Now! Now what, genius? We're trapped. Not for long. Just gotta start the car and drive out. Shit. Shit? What do you mean, shit? Cal's got the keys. What? What are we gonna do? Artie! Just give me a minute. We don't have a minute. In case you forgot, those things can break through glass. Maybe they didn't notice we got back in the car. They noticed. If they break through, there's... An umbrella in the back seat. What am I supposed to do with that? Defend yourself and buy me some time. To do what? To, to do what? We're in. Block the door behind you, quickly. Concession girl? Concession girl, we need your help. The name is Poppy, and I'm a little busy. Oh my God, you just stabbed that thing in the head. I know, and that was my good knife too. But it's the only way they'll stay down. How'd you figure that out? It's not my first light shift. Destroy the brain, of course. They're ghouls. 
I think you mean zombies. No, I mean ghouls. Zombies have to do with voodoo. They're nothing alike. Are you sure? This is literally my life's work. I think I'd know the difference between... Not to interrupt, but where are Artie and Ford? Are they not here? They were right behind us. Oh, no. God, no. They must have gotten cut off when we were rushed by those... Those... Zombies. Ghouls. I have to go back. Are you mad? You can't. It would be suicide. Mr. Lawton, you don't understand. Artie, he's... He's not just my friend. He's... He's my... Lover? Yes, I know. You know? But how? Please. I'm from Hollywood. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Tab Hunter is a friend of mine. Huh? What's that to have to do with anything? Never mind. Point is, there's very few reasons the local ilk would be enraged two boys at the drive-in. And that's one of them. I knew what was going on the second Roger and I came upon you. The town and the people may change, but the signs of ignorance are universal. And you don't care? Hardly. I'm not really in a position to care. (coughs) Oh, right. Roger's wounded. What happened to him? One of those things out there took a chunk out of his shoulder. I feel sick. Get him over here. I've got some bandages and antiseptic in the kit under the counter. Oh my god, that looks awful. Can you help him? I'm not sure. I usually make popcorn, not perform local surgery. Does it look that bad? Um, why don't you just rest, huh? Cal, can you grab me the gauze out of the box? Sure. Here you go. Thanks. So, uh, you didn't by chance overhear what I said to Mr. Lawton. Cal, I really need the concentrate in cleaning this wound. Oh, sorry, I... Look, if you're worried, I don't care. Lots of men come in here to cruise up and down the rows of cars and things I don't notice. But I'm the one who has to hose down the gravel after they leave. Pitch that bandage right there. You don't think less of me? Cal, we live in a town where people think that if a woman isn't a nurse, secretary, or a school teacher, she's unseemly. I'm none of those things, and I get my share of stares and whispers, but I run my own life. I can use a gun, fix a car, and come and go as I please. I don't give a shit what they have to say about me because the only person I have to answer to is myself. If you love that boy out there, fuck him. There we go, all cleaned and bandaged. Great, thanks. Just one slight issue. What's that? Roger's dead. Huh. I suppose he is. You're right. About Roger being dead? It's kind of blatantly apparent. No, about Artie, and about living my life. I'm the one who made him come here tonight. He was nervous, but I insisted that we deserved our time together, that Halloween could be ours. I thought we could ignore our problems, but what I really needed to do was look at those problems in the face and not back down. Tonight... Artie's nightmare came true. And then mine did too, because the world's trying to take him from me. But I'm not going to let that happen. I have to go get him. As a dramatist, you know, I simply adore an empowered speech. But have you forgotten that there's hordes of the undead just on the other side of that door? And that's where I'd prefer to keep them, if it's all the same. There's got to be another way. If Artie's still out there... I need to figure out how to get to him. We have to play it smart. As long as they're out there and we're in here, 
we can use the relative safety to... <laughs> well, shit. What was that? It's Roger. He's not dead anymore. <laughs> this window isn't going to last much longer. Then be ready to fight. <laughs> I don't understand. Why is this happening? Who knows? Maybe it was that comet that passed by a few nights ago. Maybe it's chemicals from the new power plant on the edge of town. Maybe there's no more room in hell. Who cares? It's happening. And you need to keep it together. <laughs> Easy for you to say. I didn't do anything to deserve this. Unlike some. You know what, Ford? You're a real piece of shit. You know that? Me? I'm not the one who just broke the steering wheel of our only means of escape. I didn't break the steering wheel, you asshole. I'm hot-wiring the car. What? How do you know how to do that? <laughs> What's the matter, Ford? Is your ego bruised that a fairy knows more about cars than you? Well, maybe you should have spent more time at that library you hate so much. Ah, shit! Get it away! Get it away! Hurry up doing whatever it is you're doing. This umbrella isn't going to survive another round of swings. I'm trying. Try faster, you idiot. Maybe you'd like to do it yourself? <laughs> Don't you give me lip, you degenerate. You and Cal brought this on yourselves by parading your perversity out in the public tonight. I wouldn't be surprised if this whole ordeal is somehow your fault. The natural order things just can't abide no Nancy boys. You're poison to all that is good and right. If anyone's poison here, it's you. My whole life I've had to deal with small-minded folks whose narrow idea of what it is to be a man tried to force me to be tougher and to care a little less. To teach me that kindness and, and being earnest would diminish me. Well, if that's what being a man means, then... You can keep it. Because that's a pathetic, sad, and sorry way to live. So if I don't fit your definition, that's fine. Then I'm not a man. I'm the bitch who just saved your life. Now I'm going to get my damn boyfriend. It, it, it's, it started. What are you waiting for? Drive! Oh, they've got my arm! Go, damn it, go! If you insist. Stay back, Roger. You don't want to do this. We could renegotiate your severance. He's dead. I doubt he's thinking about retirement. Where's the knife you used to stab the other one? Still in his head, behind the counter. On the other side of Roger. Uh, we need to do something quickly before we're backed into a corner. We are backed into a corner. How is it you survive on a day-to-day -day basis? Well, today I may not, so point taken. There's just one of them. We all have to rush them at once. All it takes is one bite, and I don't want to risk it. Look, if the two of you would just nut up and... Artie! Oh, my God! Need a lift? You're alive. Thank God you're alive. Cow! <laughs> Kissing out in the open? Oh, they know and don't care. Yeah, I'm really more concerned about the hole you just drove through my concession stand to be honest. How did you know we weren't going to be standing on the other side when you plowed through? I didn't. I was just hoping that luck and love would be on my side. 
God, I wish I'd written that line. Roger! The crash didn't kill him. Stay away from my boyfriend, you undead underling. Cal, where are you going? I don't think a hot dog is gonna help. Oh, you hit him with the actual fryer. Smart. If the metal doesn't end him, the grease will. While I can't deny the poetic justice that hot wieners saved the day on this gay love story, there's a lot more of them out there, and now no wall to protect us. So I recommend we call it a wrap on the drive-in. I couldn't agree more. Let's go. You don't have to tell me twice. Barney, why are there a pair of separate legs in the passenger seat of my car? Oh, yeah. Ford had to split. Just throw those out. Gross. Poppy, are you coming? No, I gotta stay behind and take care of the driving. That's insane. We can't leave you. Not to rush anybody, but we really need to boogie. Go! You really think this is the first time that undead forces have attacked the drive-in? I was actually on my way to the storage closet to get the shotgun when you showed up with hot dog face over there. I'll be fine. You had a shotgun? This whole time? It's Texas, Mr. Lawden. Everyone has a gun. And that's why I don't like it here. Take care, Poppy. You too, Cal. Come back and see a movie sometime, huh? Go. God, they're everywhere. I'm just going to keep driving until they're not. Yeah, but what will we do now? Head west. Hollywood's waiting for all of us. Mr. Lawton, you don't mean... I need an assistant, and you both need a better life. I can't claim it'll be easy, but it'll be better than here. Town's overrun by ghouls anyway. No real difference between small minds and dead minds. You deserve a fresh start. To live. To love. Yeah, okay. I'm game if you are. (laughs) What the hell? I'm already driving. I will say one thing, though. You sure know how to make Halloween count. Aw, shucks. You think that's something? Wait until you hear my idea for the sequel. It Listens from the Radio is a Lonely Spectre production. Episode 10, To Live or Die at the Drive-In, was written and directed by Michael Verratti. Our cast includes Brendan Haley as the radio entity, Berton Banks as Cal, Sean Doherty as Artie, Ben Bauer as Ford, Sarah Nicklin as Poppy, Charles Chidabala as Roger, Miss X as Terrence Lawton, Terry Menard as the newscaster, Wes Allen as Agent Bleeker, Cash Allen as Agent Thompson, and Michael Verratti as the drive-in announcer. A very special thanks to co-producer and mixer Drew Phillips and Matt Riley for our original theme. You can send tips to your favorite voice using the handles in the episode description and follow Lonely Spectre Productions on social media. All hail the radio, your tentacled overlord. This is from the radio.